This is the Career Fit Mom podcast, and episode 47 is all about using mantras and affirmations in your movement practice to create amazing momentum for your life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Career Fit Mom podcast. I'm Beth Yarzab, and I am a career coach and fitness expert who helps mothers find greater well-being in their professional lives and in their bodies. In this podcast, I am bringing you tons of tools and inspiration to help you live your best mom life. We'll jam about your job, your health, and your personal growth. I'll also explore mindset techniques that make the difference in elevating you at work and in your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. Hey there, before we jump into the podcast, I have a very special request. Would you please rate and review the Career Fit Mom podcast? I would so appreciate it. And as a thank you, I'm going to choose one reviewer each podcast episode to win a three-month free subscription to my online fitness program, Vitality Practice with Beth. Thanks so much in advance. Thanks for listening as always. I want to start today's episode about movement and mantras with a story, a glimpse into my past when my girls, who are almost 13 years old now, when they were babies in their first year of life when I was with them at, at home on my maternity leave, which then progressed into a number of years as a stay-at-home mom. But in that first year, I will honestly tell you I was struggling. I was struggling with the overwhelm of being a new mom, of not really feeling like I knew what I was doing, with the intensity of looking after infant twins. My husband also at the time had a very demanding job and he was out of the house for over 12 hours every day. So he would leave at 7 a.m. Typically, I'd be breastfeeding, watching some kind of morning show on TV, barely awake myself. And he'd come home at 7 p.m. And I'd had my full day with my daughters. And he'd had his full day. So it was just a challenging time. I, I was not feeling good in my body. I was not feeling healthy. Uh, I also had, you know, a lot of sadness and grief around my very dear grandfather, my granddad, Victor. He was not well in that first year of my daughter's life. And so he was in uh, the hospital. He was he was dying. And I was grieving a lot for that because he was a, an incredible force for me in my life. And, uh, and I was at the hospital a lot with him and with my daughters and with other family members. And it, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot that year. So where am I going with this kind of sad story to start? Well, actually, the use of mantras for me during my movement practice started then. And back then I thought about it as working out. And I found randomly at the library, uh, this this exercise video where the instructor had us like saying chanting affirmations while we were exercising. And I thought, this is incredibly cheesy. Like I felt really self-conscious doing it, but the girls were napping and whatever, just go into the playroom where we had the TV set up and a little extra space where I could bop around and uh, I would say my affirmations. But honestly, that triggered something in me 
that created a way more positive outlook. And I realized then that there is really something to this whole affirmation business um, because I've realized since then that when we can reach for better feeling thoughts, then we are inspired to take better actions for ourselves. that, you know, to actually do the things that help us grow, to actually find the success that we are so deserving and worthy of. So I've brought the affirmations into my own movement practice for many years now. Um, and I have a number of them that I use and I have been sort of self-conscious using them in the classes that I teach, the fitness programs that I teach, but they're coming out more and more. I think I'm finding my footing with that. So this podcast is actually to help me feel a little more courageous to share these more broadly in in the programs that I teach online and in person. Uh, so going back to you know, why this actually worked for me when I it was in a very low place in my life with uh, that very first year of my daughters being born, you know, feeling so happy and so in love with my daughters, but not loving every moment, quite honestly, it was tough. Uh, but the repetition of these more positive thoughts even when I was not feeling great, it was the repetition of that hopeful outlook that actually reprogrammed my subconscious mind. So that when you re- repeat ideas over and over and over again, your mind, your subconscious mind accepts it as true. And your subconscious mind is where your identity lives. It's your habitual behaviors and where they come from. And that subconscious mind is developed from when you were a young child. It was, it's how you're growing up. It's how you're being parented. It's how your parents were being parented. It's all of these ways of being that are passed down from generation to generation. And there's ways that you can absolutely shift those paradigms by doing repetitive over and over again with emotion, new, better feeling thoughts, because our thoughts create feelings. So when you're thinking more positively, you're having more positive feelings. And when you have more positive feelings, you take more positive actions, which then develop into inspired results and positive results and outcomes in your life. So I use exercise and I, you know, sort of started it randomly without being intentional about it way back. But the exercise is actually a trigger to change behavior, to to lock into a new habit that is forming. So studies show that when you do want to change a habit or change something, incorporate something new into your life, it's important to attach it to something that you already do. Uh, I've used this example before, but my my client who wants to continue doing yoga on a daily basis because she knows how great it makes her feel, her connection is to when she puts her son down to bed. So when she does that every day, she puts her son to sleep at night. And at that point, that's the trigger for her to do yoga. And it's really worked to help her develop this healthy habit for herself. So if there's something that you're already doing, and I hope that you're already engaged in some joyful movement on the regular, then you can use that time to create your affirmation practice and connect it to your exercise. So using mantras with your movement has many benefits. If you're already moving on a regular basis, even if you're walking, um, if you're walking to work, if you're walking to pick up your kids at school, you can lock into that time to action 
your new affirmation practice until it becomes who you are. At the identity root level of who you are, you are just the kind of person who, when you're walking by yourself, you're walking with intention and you're deliberately choosing positive thoughts. So you can use exercise in that way as sort of the trigger to create the habit, but you can also really benefit from that mind-body connection that is happening when you are engaged in movement, when you're doing a workout, when you are huff puffing, sweating. It's hard to think about a thousand other things. So why not lock into one positive thought and continuously repeat it to yourself? I promise you, you're going to see tremendous positive momentum in your life when you do this. So when I'm running, and I'm by myself. I do have some running friends in my small town that I get together with regularly. And sometimes I run by myself too. And so when it's those times when I am saying to myself, my true purpose is coming into form. I know who I am and it must be so. And recently my friend Ellen, we were running up this hill and she's like, what are you thinking about when you're running up the hill? Because it was a very long, steady climb. And she totally blew it out of the park way ahead of me. And so at the top, when I'm just like barely catching my breath, she's like, what do you think about at that during that time? And I said, I, I think about this kind of weird mantra. I was a little bit nervous to, to tell her <laughs> what I was thinking. And it is this. My true vision is coming into form. I know who I am and it must be so. So I really think for myself, my purpose in life to reach and help more women to build connections for people, to build community. I know who that is and I, what that is. And when I say that to myself, I start to visualize, you know, things like me doing a speaking engagement to many, many people in the room, me doing a webinar and engaging with people uh, on the webinar format, in my vitality practice, through my newsletters, through my social media, through anything that I do where I connect with people and help them feel inspired to take positive action in their life, whether it's in their physical well-being, their career development, or their personal growth overall. So that's my vision for myself or my purpose. And when I say that mantra to myself, my higher purpose is coming into form. I know who I am and it must be so. I really lock in. Even if I don't know exactly how that's going to unfold, I lock in on the feeling of that. Uh, so it's a little bit, you know, uh, it's a little bit out there, not super specific for that one, but I have many others that I use that help me when I am exercising to create an emotional feeling that is really embedded in my body. So through movement, through feeling the warmth in my body, feeling the exertion in my body, while also repeating to myself these positive ideas, it creates a lot of courage, strength, resilience, you know, the facing the fears of doing things that I don't want to do because I'm scared of what others are going to think of me, including doing this podcast. Uh, I really lock into those feelings so that I create action in my life because it's those things that I've been most fearful of when I do them that create the most success for me. So, so that is the whole purpose behind today's podcast. I want you to think about first your own inner dialogue. Is it healthy? Is it supporting you? Your inner dialogue is your loudest voice and it's your oftentimes biggest critic. So what would happen if you stopped those negative thoughts, that self-talk in its tracks and reframed 
your thinking patterns to more positive outcome for yourself or more positive vision for yourself. Now, psychology tells us that when we harness that inner voice, it's a really productive way to build positivity, to develop your courage, and to stay resilient. So even in the face of tough times, those mantras, those affirmations that you say to yourself over and over again are going to help you get through those tough obstacles, whether it's a tough workout or facing something devastating in your life through grief, uh, through difficult times. That is when you need those more positive affirmations. And I've also studied how athletes use self-talk and positive self-talk or this inner dialogue, affirmations, mantras, it really does help their performance. So we can, we can use that to our advantage too, just as everyday athletes, where we are chanting sort of meditatively, it does no, definitely improve your mood and it improves your cognitive function. So looking at um, a study that was referenced in Psychology Today, and I will link out to this article on my show notes, it does talk about using um, med- mantra meditation as a way to build that cognitive function to actually sort of turn on those neural pathways that create results to calm your mind and to have better clarity in your mind to help you make better decisions. Uh, So you can definitely bring in the benefits of a mantra meditation into your movement practice. And athletes use the self-talk to generate better belief in themselves, to push themselves in their training and it's, it's definitely shown through sports psychology, which I find fascinating, that before you can win at your event, you have to win in your head. And so we can absolutely use that same technique, whether we are going after, uh, you know, a new job, doing a career pivot, which is, you know, what I work with moms on all the time. If you're starting a business or a side hustle and you you're, you need to visualize that success for yourself. If you are going through a relationship difficulty, um, you know, anything in your life that you want to see better results, it starts with visualizing it as if it's already happened the way exactly the way you want it in your head first. Those mental pictures create some real deep connections in your body to actually help you activate the inspired actions that will get you to your goal. So the belief that you are already the best at whatever it is you choose to do professionally, personally, in your fitness routine, um, as a parent, you know, in your relationships, as a partner to somebody, as a friend, if you believe that you are always at your best and you tell yourself that, This is a very crucial element to your success, my friend. So I've heard it been said that performance is 90% perception and 10% reality. And it's, it's definitely true because we interpret our situations with our subconscious mind. And again, it's those old thinking patterns that you can deliberately choose how to think and how to stop just going back to those old ways of thinking if they're not serving you anymore. So deliberately choosing how you want to perceive the circumstances in your life and using affirmations to lock those better feeling thoughts in. Another one that really helps me uh, day to day is the affirmation, 
I leave everyone with the impression of increase. And I learned that one through some coaching that I did uh, over two years ago. And I just love the feeling of that thought, leaving others with the impression of increase, that they have somehow benefited from being in contact with me. And that's something I, I bring into my gratitude journal or my sort of daily intention. If I'm walking, um, you know, to and from my different errands or, you know, to um, to the gym where I do teach classes here in my small town, I'm constantly thinking about how can I leave others with the impression of increase? Somebody I'm going to come into contact with today, I want them to feel uplifted because they they engaged with me. Um, the folks that I do consultations with on the phone are certainly my coaching clients. I want them to feel that they benefited and they're uplifted from having the conversation and that they know exactly what they need to do next to activate their plan. So that's another mantra that you can use. That's one of mine. I leave others with the impression of increase. I leave others with the impression of increase. And repetitively saying that over and over again, it just warms my spirit and makes me want to do good in this world. So considering that mind-body connection, you know, how we think in pictures, and when you create an image of success in your mind, your body is perceiving it as real. So really harness that. You can attach positive emotions to your affirmations and really anchor those in to feel better. You're going to see definite positive results and positive momentum in your life. So this is something I brought into vitality practice uh, in my last filming that I did, which was um, movement for positivity. And so there's one exercise session, which is called movement for peak experiences. And it's actually a stretching video where I bring in affirmations and better believe my friends, I felt super self-conscious, not only just with the filming in general of these uh, vitality practice exercise sessions, but when I started doing the affirmations. So I'll, I'm just going to go through them. I would love for you, if you are a vitality practice member, to check out Movement for Peak Experiences. I'd love to know what you think of it, um, and I hope it is helpful in some way. So the first one, the first um, mantra that I say in this video is, I love myself and life shows up for me. I love myself and life shows up for me. And this is a concept that I've taken from the book, which is called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And it's by Kamal Ravikant. It's a short little book. I bought it on Audible. I listened to it uh, numerous times. Very inspirational. Uh, and his whole concept is loving yourself creates amazing outcomes in your life and you have to it starts inside it's the inside work that we do so the next time you're going through a sun salutation in your yoga class say to yourself I love myself and life shows up for me I love myself and life shows up for me and you say it with emotion or you think it with emotion and you really connect to that that feeling in your heart another one uh, that I used in the Movement for Peak Experiences video is, again, my higher purpose is coming into form. I know who I am and it must be so. And so that's a little bit of a longer one, but I, you know, keep that repetition of it and, uh, and I really start to see what I want for myself and I see it coming into form. I'm seeing it manifest week by week as I go through uh, and living my purpose. 
Another one, which is all around abundance, because in my Career Fit Life coaching program, we have a whole module. We spend two weeks on abundance. And so one of the mantras that I brought into my coaching is, Dear Universe, I'm open to receiving abundance today. Thank you in advance. Dear Universe, I am open to receiving abundance today. Thank you in advance. So it's finding that way to say it in your own voice, in your own way, where you can be really open to financial abundance, to health abundance, to you know happiness abundance, whatever abundance means for you. It's not always money. It's other things too. Other good stuff flowing into your life and not even labeling it, just calling it abundance and leaving it as general as that, but knowing that the great stuff is flowing into you and bringing that into your movement. So if you're running, if you're lifting weights, you are open to abundance. You are open to receiving it today. And you're so grateful already that you're, you see it coming into your life so you can express gratitude right now like it's already happening. Another one, I am attracting health and well-being into my life. I am attracting health and well-being into my life. So let's take the focus off of the aesthetics, off of the body shaping, and let's focus inwards on health and well-being and really visualize what that means for you and start to see that as you're going through your movement practice. And then when I'm, you know, more quiet with myself, if I'm in Shavasana and yoga or I'm stretching, I say to myself, I'm so happy and grateful Now that I have a vitality practice of rest, joyful movement, intuitive eating, and mental strengthening that manifests my in my healthy, beautiful body. And I'll say that one again. And this is longer, so it might be hard to remember this one. I started by just writing this in my gratitude journal, and then I started actually saying it to myself. I'm so happy and grateful now that I have a vitality practice of rest, joyful movement, intuitive eating, and mental strengthening that manifests in my healthy, beautiful body. And it is mental strengthening. It is these affirmations that are like mental push-ups, and they create this strength, strengthening in your cognitive abilities. The Alzheimer's Prevention Society in the States actually talks about mantra meditation as a way to strengthen your mind, to avoid the effects of Alzheimer's disease. So if you know me and you know uh, my personal story with my dad having dementia at a very early age, you know that this is important to me. So it's just yet another reason to say my affirmations and to constantly get into that flow state, that meditative state, whether I'm seated seated in a meditation or when I'm moving. Uh, But I really love the movement part of it because I don't know, you know me, movement brings me joy. I feel really good when I'm moving and I'm living an active lifestyle. And so harnessing this power of affirmations at the same time, it's like, it just catapults my personal growth and how I feel. Uh, I found some other ones which I really liked, which are around body image that I want to share with you. So here's some affirmations for body image, because remember, we are living in a society where there's an unhealthy focus on appearance. And so if you can take your movement practice and focus it less on appearance and more on your inner health and well-being, it's going to help you feel stronger, more beautiful from the inside out, and to really show up for yourself in life. Uh, To not worry what others are thinking about you based on appearance, but to actually use your body to express your, your soul, your spirit. It's just a physical vessel of who you are. And you need to show up because the world needs 
more of you, my friend. So try some of these body image affirmations when you are exercising. Here's the first one. My body is for doing things. My body is for doing things. So it's about, you know, thinking about, you know, that you're hugging your child with your body. You are, you know, lifting your baby. You are stretching yourself to uh, extend your hand to somebody else. You are, you know, it's so many things our body is used for on the daily and it is really for doing things. It's not about looking a certain way. So my body is for doing things. My body is for doing things. Finding that flow of that repetition. Here's another one. I treat my body with kindness and respect. I treat my body with kindness and respect. And that's around, you know, the thoughts you're thinking, the uh, movement that you're doing, the food that you're eating and how you're eating it, the conversations you're having to your, with yourself, you, the way that you're allowing other people to engage with your body, uh, whether it's physical, mental, emotional. So you are in control of how you treat your body you need to treat it with kindness and respect. Here's another one. I am more than the mirror. I am more than the mirror. And we've had those moments where we catch a glimpse of ourselves in the mirror and have the negative thought. You are more than that glimpse in the mirror. You are more than that negative thought because you're already perfect exactly the way you are. So step away from the mirror. Step away from your Instagram feed. Step away from comparing yourself to others compare and despair is another one that I constantly have to bring back to myself so that I'm focusing really on being my best self and uh, not worrying so much about how I compare to others because it's not helpful (laughs) at all all I can do is compare myself to myself and try to inch up to be at a higher performing level uh, for the people that are important to me my family my friends my clients my community so I am more than the mirror I'm going to link out to a great Psychology Today article that has uh, more of these body image affirmations and another one, um, another fitness person, uh, Carolyn Jordan, who I found an article, great blog post about how she uses affirmations and encourages her clients to use them as well. So I will put those in the show notes. You can check that out at careerfitmom.ca slash episode 47 and uh I really hope that you take this to heart, use this message for your own well-being and your own goal setting and your own vision of accomplishing what you set out to in life and not live life on default, but actually deliberately choose how you think about yourself and so that those feelings, those better feeling thoughts start to create the positive actions that are going to get you where you are and for what you see for yourself. Have a beautiful day, my friends, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Imagine a day of movement, mindfulness, and personal growth like you've never experienced before. I want you to be at Connection Day. Connection Day is Saturday, November 9th, 2019 in East Toronto. I am so excited to deliver this very first mini retreat in the city, brought to you by Extend and Elevate Connection Getaways for Women, which is a side business I have with my very good friend, Julie. And we decided to take the best of our weekend programming and deliver it to you in a single day format. 
We would absolutely love to have you take part in our fitness activities, our personal growth programming to help you understand your purpose, your values, and really live that inspired vision for yourself. We have our special guest, Nadine Moffat of Becoming Still. Nadine is going to run us through amazing yoga practices and meditation. You have strength building, spiritual workshops with introduction to chakras, essential oils, and crystals. These activities are going to help you build resilience and calm yourself in today's busy world. We have delicious, flavorful, colorful, super healthy lunch and snacks and beverages throughout the day. We would love for you to be with us to let your authentic self shine, to have fun and to radiate joy with your whole heart. So the details are it's Saturday, November 9th, 2019. It's 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. You're going to be registering before October 7th to get the early bird price of $80. And afterwards, until November 7th, it's $100. So please come join us. You can register via Eventbrite. So if you go to eventbrite.ca and look up Connection Day, you're going to find us. You can also direct message me to find out more information. And we also have this event listed on Facebook. So bring yourself, bring your girlfriends, bring your sister and join us for our very first Connection Day on November 9th.